0: Oh, hello.
1: What are you doing?
0: I'm eating cheese and crackers provided by the lovely Cafe Vera that oh are so gosh. delicious.
1: Her famous cheese and cracker plate.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Lovely. When you're in your hotel room? Mm-hmm. There's a noise behind you, like background, like kind of like a dryer is running.
0: Oh, is it not me chewing? Well, there's that too. <laughs> in addition to it's the ac
1: you ready you're going to have to stop eating you know right
0: yes <laughs> carly you told us all about cakes and birthday parties during the last episode you just had a birthday party for your girls how did it go
1: it was it was okay. I guess. Oh my gosh, that does not sound good. I think for what a birthday party is supposed to be, I think it was really great. I think the kids had a great time. So it was kind of a cross between a treasure hunt and an amazing race type thing, Kristen, that you did for Robert a couple of months ago. Yeah. Yeah. So it was really fun watching the kids read the clue and like think it through and try and figure out where the next location or where the clue was taking them. And How when did they, they do, all, they did really good oh, and they were good. into it. Oh, good. It was of course. Really good and, stinking cute. and so they were like the tree house and mm. they'd all go booking over to the tree house so it was, that part of it was really fantastic, but like I had to be at every spot with them and help them through the activity.
0: I told you to enlist parents. You yes. You didn't do that.
1: Did. I did not do that. In fact, the planning portion, it, it all really came together quite nicely, but it was not planned in the way that I like things to be planned. Sure. And so there was like, I mean, I'm telling you, the kids were coloring in their bandanas, and I was going around hiding the stinking clues. <laughs> like, whoa, the- really? I yes, it was. It was a little bit of a cluster. Why did it happen that way? School had just ended. I just interview- interviewed with the superintendent for a new position, and planning this birthday party all happened in like a week. So, right. It, there were, there were a lot of things happening in my world.
0: Right. Right. Um, okay. So then the activities for kids went great. Okay. So what about the food?
1: I did not have enough snacks. So the party was from one to three 30. It was, it wasn't all gone, but the kids were like, I'm hungry. <laughs> I was like, mm.
0: yeah, that doesn't feel great, but also, and then you had cake though. And then we had cupcakes, yeah. Okay, so I mean that doesn't feel great, but I think that's exactly the point,
1: right? It was it was just enough to kind of like keep them busy and give them something to eat, but I think they were definitely looking for more, which right. I think is the nature of children.
0: All right, so then what about <laughs> the adult vibe? Did that like bleed over into the adult vibe? What am I saying? Honestly, adult I, vibe. I know. Speak. Oh, um, yeah.
1: Honestly, I have no idea because what? I was totally wrapped up in the scavenger hunt, and then by the time that was done, there's 30 minutes left of the party, and I'm just like, "Holy crap!" Right? <laughs> did that right. just happen. Right. And what did Brian say mm-hmm. at the end? We were like debriefing with each other, and he, we looked at each other and were like, "That party was not the kind of party that we like to throw." <laughs> like, oh, okay. Yeah. What even happened? Who planned that? That was yeah. not what that's not how we like to do things. So that was it was good that we were at least on the same page with that. Right. But I don't think it was a total disaster. It just wasn't as organized as we like it to be.
0: Yeah.
1: We didn't even sing happy birthday. Oh. <laughs> hey. Oh my gosh. Why? We just didn't get to it. Like, yeah. And it just, everybody was decorating their cupcake and eating their cupcakes. And then it was like free play. So it, that's, it just kind of ended.
0: Did they say anything about that?
1: No, they really, they didn't say a whole lot about it at all. Although Kathleen wrote in her journal that night and it said legit the best birthday party ever.
0: Oh, that, who cares so, about the rest?
1: Right. Like, I feel like I, that was a success. I'm going to, I'm going to call it a success and right. move on. Welcome to the Why Don't You Show, a show about all of the things we share as good sisters do, mostly
0: influenced by our mother. She's very good at telling us what to do and begins her gentle suggestions with why don't you cut your hair? Or why don't you put your crocs in the dishwasher? While most of these suggestions are valid and wise, as anyone with a mother can attest to, it gets gently annoying. We're daughters, sisters,
1: mothers, teachers, runners, and wives. I'm Carly Daly from Chester Village, Connecticut.
0: And I'm Kristen Lindstrom from sunny St. Pete's Beach in Florida. Why don't you listen?
1: And so, Chris, you are in
0: oh, yeah, Pete's? so. Let me tell you a little bit about the noise you hear in the background. That is the air conditioner. Uh, We had scheduled to record, I think last week, but it did not happen due to all the things going on, as Carly mentioned. And so, yep, I'm blaming that one on you. Okay. (laughs) And uh, so I'm at a conference, I'm studying the extended essay in the IB program. It's a component of the core and it was great. It was over at noon today. And it, it was great. It was so affirming. It was interesting. You know, when you meet teachers that are like you or at least teaching in the same subject as you and have the same questions that you've had for several years, you're just like, mm. oh, thank God. <laughs> and this was really great. I, You know, being in St. Pete's Beach, Florida is awesome. It is glorious here. Yeah, I'm a little jelly of you.
1: <laughs> yeah. I know, how could you not be? Uh huh.
0: A year ago, I was in such a different headspace and wanting a change and wanting to get out of education and desperately searching for something better. The grass is always greener kind of mentality. And modern classrooms, that training that I did last summer really helped that shift or that return Mm -hmm. for me. The life style that I have with my kids and my husband. So I've kind of come through what this episode is all about. Why don't you have a midlife crisis? Not to say that this, the feeling and the worry and the anxiety and the desire to change won't happen again, but I do think I've kind of come through that pivot and I stayed in my profession. So my desire for others is to kind of stick it out and see what happens, you know? Mm. Or maybe maybe stick it out isn't the
1: right word to use, but dig in, learn something new, grow.
0: Oh, 100%. Expand. Yes, that's exactly right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm so happy that you, you're still in teaching, number one, for sure, and continuing to, to take a look at these different trainings and grow as a teacher.
0: Right. You said that last episode as well. Or not last episode, but the episode before that, I think. In oh, I'm just a broken record. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were, we were talking about, and we should go into depth on your job interview and that you're looking to change. Oh, you were talking about doing the Modern Classrooms this summer. Yes. So tell our listeners what has changed for you.
1: Yeah. So the last episode I shared that I did apply for a position closer to home, also teaching business classes. And um, it was a a fairly long interview process. I mean, start to finish, it probably took at least four weeks. And I feel like that's long. I did ultimately get, get the job closer to home. And I am so excited. Thank you. Oh man. It's, it's really going to be a game changer. I'm still teaching business classes. The only downside that I could potentially see is there's not as much diversity right. in terms of racial or ethnic diversity. So yeah, 40% minorities enrolled yeah. in the school that I was in. And, Mm -hmm. um, there's only, I think 9% in the new district, the time saver saving on gasoline in my car, wear and tear on my car. I'll have more time with my family, more time with my individual students. Um, and it's a pay raise. So what do you,
0: what do you feel now? Like when you think about your job now, even though you don't really have any experience with this population, like, what does it feel like to have this job now?
1: I think I feel a sense of relief because I'm going to be able to focus my time and energy on the things that I want to focus it on rather than spending it in the car. I am hopeful that I can continue to grow and learn about being anti racist and uh-huh. bring that into my classroom and into this community as well. Uh-huh. Um, And I I haven't been a first time, you know, I haven't been new as an employee in so long. So it'll be a balancing act trying to show administration that I am a really good teacher, but also kind of push the boundaries a little bit depending on what the environment is.
0: That sounds great. I love that balance yeah well you know you're relieved but then you also feel a lot of I want to say innovation but that's not what I'm looking for like there are things that you're looking forward to and whether they be good or bad yeah like you're just looking forward to growing and the new experience in and of itself Mm hmm I am here again with my very good friend Heather Taylor, who I teach with finally Yay. and am friends with for <laughs> really almost a decade, if not a decade. Oh. Oh, yeah, more than a decade. 13 years. Yeah, it's wow. Gotta Ew. It's gotta
2: be. I mean, maybe uh, 13, but it's been a long time.
0: Yes. Thank God, though. Oh, I my kind of gosh. Like that.
2: And the last five years have been like, amazing. Yes.
0: Yes, and have flown Especially,
2: by. I know, they really have.
0: So we're going to talk about, because you and I have been talking about this quite extensively mm-hmm. in the last two years, probably due to COVID. Yes, definitely due to COVID, because I think that question, the questions have been out there. But that's caused us to really self-reflect and mm-hmm. evaluate mm-hmm. Like where we are professionally. Deeply. Right. We're, we're also at that age, mm-hmm. you
2: know, um, in our 40s, where I think a lot of people do that anyway. Yep. COVID, I think, has
0: accelerated that Yep, for a lot of us. Yep. And so you've expressed interest in changing professions. Yes. Which scares the pants off me. (laughs) Me too. Right? (laughs) Yes. And so I'm wondering, the same thing I'm wondering with Carly, is is this a midlife crisis where we get into a profession for several years and we get kind of bored? And I don't want to say bored like... Like, we're uninterested. Just, we're right. doing the same thing over and over again. We're facing the same obstacles, uh, having the same conversations, especially as educators. You know, as Matthew McConaughey said, we get older and they stay the same age. Yes. And they stay the, the same, same age. Right. And you just keep on getting older. All right. So, is this something where we're feeling like we need to pivot personally mm-hmm. or we need to get into a new profession? Um what do you think?
2: Um, for me, I think multiple things have happened just over the past two years. COVID. It's happened to everybody. Um I've also kind of reached that point, um, uh Booker T uh, in high school where, you know, I I taught for three years and after three years you're kinda like, Okay, I know what I'm doing. Yes. You know, so I hit kind of a stride. I also started teaching every single class was like my dream class.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: The other thing was the passing of my brother-in-law. Um, he was 40. And, you know, I think that... And then myself being 45 this year. Yeah. Um, all of those things combined, I think, came to this, you know, just realization in the past six months. Maybe I should think about changing careers. So, in any case, I've been thinking about that. And kind of weighing the pros and cons. So, I really don't know the answer to whether... This is a midlife crisis. Whether this is COVID. Whether this is teacher burnout. I I don't... It could be just all of them. Mm. Um, It could be a midlife crisis. I I don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm giving myself another year to decide. Because if I still feel... And I can't stop thinking about it. Then it's something that I probably need to do. Mm -hmm. Um, But um, so far teaching is still, you know, I, I, I can't imagine I could find another job as fulfilling um, and stimulating and interesting um, as my job is. Mm. It's also incredibly frustrating right. and right. degrading sometimes. Right. <laughs> but, it really but, is. Yeah. But, but, some, but it, it is other things, too, that make up for that most of the time. So mm. I don't know if I'm just like, oh, it's grass is greener type of thing. Right, right.
0: And that's what I want to nip in the bud for myself, you know, in every kind of point of my own life, am I always just looking at, oh, the grass is greener, Mm -hmm. and as soon as you get to that other grass, it's like, oh, man, this comes with a whole new slew of issues that I didn't know about. right? Uh, And so, you know, I don't want anyone to jump and make a
2: change when really... They didn't know how good they had it. Exactly. And I, you know, I think young people, but me in particular as a young person, was quick to say, oh, this is better, right? And so I would jump to this, oh, this is better. And I had a
0: tendency to do that. I just had a thought, and that was maybe when we're younger than we are now, right? Mm-hmm. Because we are at midlife. And I'm gonna say our life expectancy is 80. I feel yeah, like it's much I, longer than that.
2: I'm I I I will bet you, I live to be 94. 94. I just have always thought that you was heard it the here year. first,
0: folks. <laughs> what year is that? I
2: don't know. Really, what seven? 2072 or
0: something. 2072 <laughs> no, 20, if heather I taylor can, dies <laughs> she has prophesied her no, own 2069. death 2069
2: that would be 2069
0: yes. <laughs> okay you were not math teachers okay, just so yeah, you know yeah i'm a
2: history teacher uh,
0: <laughs> but i but i feel i feel confident in saying midlife because yes. in the first 40 years I feel like you're you're developing your impulse control mm-hmm. in the first forty years. Some people like to argue until you're eighteen. Some people like to argue till you're twenty-eight. Mm-hmm. I definitely would argue till you're forty or even
2: now, right? <laughs>
0: Sometimes, <laughs> and then after then you feel this other pressure. So you're kind of sandwiched in between development pressure mm-hmm. and then you're getting old, pressure. geriatric pressure. Mm-hmm. Like if not now, yeah, never,
2: right. And so that's one of the things, you know, I know it's so funny because my husband and I, we know what our retirement's going to look like.
0: Yes. You know? Yes. We have a
2: very clear picture of what we want that to look like. We're hoping we get close to it. Mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. We're doing all the things to make that happen. However, um, I don't... I. I, I'm kind of curious and up in the air as to what the next 20 years looks like. Yes. And so, and maybe that, I think that's maybe very normal, but... Um, and is it
0: going to look the same as it's looked for the past five years? Right, and
2: do I want it to?
0: That monotony scares the crap out of me. It, me too. Monotony,
2: um, the lack of novelty. Yep. Um, and
0: the uh, stagnation
2: just, of pay for educators. Yes, because I know in, in, in 10, 5, 10 years... My paycheck's not going to look that much different than it does right now. So, um, you know, is that fair to my family? Is it fair to really my family? I say Mike um, and the kids. But um, so, yeah, just something I've been thinking about. Um, I will say education still is the winner here Mm -hmm. for me now. But um, I really don't can't tell you. I can't come up with an answer as to whether it's midlife crisis or COVID or the death of a family member in midlife. I really don't know.
0: So we have not solved the world's problems.
2: No, not yet.
0: We'll let you know when we do. I think we could be better at it than what's going on right now, but we haven't solved it. We... I think I think we're solving perhaps our world problems. Like
2: Yeah, I think I think you and I are very contemplative.
0: Alright, so last question, last thread. If you should Stay in a job. Why? What should keep you in a job?
2: Um, That's a good question. Um, well, okay, I'll just look at my job. Most days, and I am happy to walk in my building. Yep. And I'm happy to see the people that I work with. Yep. Um, And my days go fast. I don't... There's very few days where I'm sitting there watching the clock. Right. Oh, yeah. And I know that a lot of people that just watch the clock and they're... <clears throat> or this is pointless... Um, that kind of thing. Some days at the end of May feel like that. Oh, well, May is a totally different that's because not
0: because we're doing we're doing a totally different (coughs) job in May than we were doing Uh, in September. Exactly. Well, thanks for talking with me, Heather. Of course. No, thanks for asking. I've heard so many people in the last couple of years, I suppose you know, oh, I really want to change jobs and I really want something new and I just hate this profession I'm in, whether it's teachers or other professionals. And after going through my own pivot, if you will, and being at a 40-something time in my life, I'm just kind of thinking maybe this is, number one, maybe this is a midlife crisis. And number two, Is it just like that five-year mark where we've been in our jobs and our kids are not necessarily baby babies anymore? And so we're like, oh, this is kind of boring. Like, I think I should feel in somewhat of another crisis mode and I don't. So I probably should look for a change. You were feeling it last week and the week before. What were some of the compromises and sacrifices that you were making to Ensure that this pivot for you was a good one?
1: Well, I think feeling like totally stuck in my career, not being able to earn more money, and feeling like, am I really just going to keep doing this year after year after year and miss out on the morning routine with my daughters and potentially after school activities because I'm stuck almost an hour away from home. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned at the start of this episode, it could go one of two ways, change your, your approach or your perspective on it
2: mm-hmm.
1: or change the outcome. Taking, taking that leap of faith to really make a shift and hope that the change that you make is going to be
0: a, everything that you expect it to. I keep asking you, you know, what's the compromise? What's the sacrifice that you made to get this job? And (laughs) the compromise, no, no. The compromise that you've been making for the last 10 years that you've been working at Hall is the the commute. Goodbye to that. Yeah. Goodbye to the 120 plus minutes a day that you are missing out on your family. They no longer have to compromise and sacrifice for your profession. And that's got to feel good. I hope that feels good.
1: That does feel really good. I'm Oops. already, this is funny. Cause I'm already thinking about maybe like applying for a coaching position in the area.
0: Right. Like, <laughs> Oh, I have all this extra time. What can I fill it with? Don't do that. I know. Oh my gosh. It just, coaching like- is great, but start a, start a club for your girls. Start. Yeah. I'm telling you, start a club team for your girls. Or be the team mom for whatever team they want to play for. Right. I think I
1: need to do some kind of field hockey clinic, youth field hockey clinic or league.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. Just as long as it doesn't go as wonky as the birthday party. (laughs) Oh, my God. Plan it out for crying out loud. (laughs) Just kidding.
1: No, uh, so, so we finished We finished with the birthday party, and I'm not joking, the night of after Brian and I are debriefing and look at each other like, that was the worst party we've ever thrown in our lives. <laughs> I Whoa. was like, okay, so can we, I need to redeem myself. Can we have a barbecue for the 4th of July?
0: <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. And he said, he's like, agree. what
1: is wrong with you? Why do you do this to yourself? <laughs>
0: And I was like, I didn't get to hang out with any of the
1: parents. So we're having a barbecue on the 4th of July.
0: Oh gosh. You all are invited. Right. That sounds good. Well, thanks, Carly, for sharing all of that. Do you have any advice for people who are looking for a change or unhappy with their cert- their uh, circumstances? I don't
1: know. I mean... I hesitate because I don't know what the outcome is going to be. Maybe that's why I'm hesitating right now where I'm like, okay, just, you know, pull up your sleeves and jump. So take the
0: leap of faith.
1: But the leap of faith
0: too, like just taking your resume, you know, sprucing up your resume, sending it out. That takes guts, man. Don't that out to be nothing. Well,
1: here's another thing that occurred to me in this whole process as well. I, I, applied to a number of other positions prior to getting this one. Right. I mean, I interviewed, but I didn't make it very far after that. Right. And those experiences were huge in terms of how I approached this experience. And Mm -hmm. I truly feel like that failure helped make me be successful this time around. Right. So there's something to be said about putting yourself out there. Like you said, Kristen, sprucing up your resume and just going for the interview. Stay on top of, of that aspect of it. If you're looking for a change, it's not going to happen tomorrow. I mean, this is seriously like five years coming.
0: Right. It is. I've been behind for this for five years. So mm-hmm.
1: um, patience and and just – diligence. That. Diligence and, and understanding that – there will be failures. Mm -hmm. What's your advice, Chris?
0: I don't know. Hold on a minute. (laughs) I had it. (laughs) I think I'm going to go the opposite way. My advice is don't change something just because you have an itch. Really figure out, really know what it is that you want. We have a friend who is looking for a new position, a change in their profession, and they don't know what they want in the new profession. And I said, you got to figure that out first, because if you just go f- like, oh, thank God I left. Who cares what it's go- what you're going towards? And it could be a total mess. Yeah, so much worse. I also really do believe in the idea of you attract what you think about. Mm -hmm. So you have to look for the things that will make you better. You have to look for the things or even look at the things that will make you happy. You have to look at the things that you can't change about your life and look at them with at least gratitude. Yeah. Maybe we'll have another midlife crisis in 10 years. as (laughs) medicine continues to improve. (laughs) We're just never going to die. Thank you for listening to the Why Don't You Show. We hope that you enjoyed this episode as much as we enjoyed putting it together for you.
1: Follow us on Instagram at why don't you show or send us an email at why don't you show at gmail.com. There's no apostrophes in either. The resources talked about in this episode can be found in the show notes.
0: My friend Heather has probably told you about our show. So if you're listening, thank you. And if you are listening and you haven't shared our show, rate us on Apple Podcasts, share it with your friends. We're available on Anchor and Spotify as well.
1: Rocking and rolling, kid. All
0: right. 45 minutes. I got to get down to like 15. Great. I'm a dingus. All right. Uh